What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Field Guys podcast with your co-hosts Cameron Curran and Max Jensen. Um, we are two seniors in high school from Northern Virginia, and we figured we'd do something productive during this quarantine era, so we decided to make a podcast. Yeah, I mean, what what's better to do? I mean, you got all the time in the world. Yeah, you refuse to leave your house, so... Well, I'm just trying to save the world, Cameron. Save the world. That's a... That is a intense what's the word i'm looking for the declaration oh man declaration yes. word. there we go we're starting off strong this is a strong start <laughs> i want to just hop right into it man i mean yeah let's let's just hop right let's into just it. Do it nfl free agency the only yeah. thing in the sports world happening ever since yeah everything got canceled i'm hip and let's talk about your guy i mean you're a Patriots fan. This I am. this has got to be hard for you watching your guy leave. And where does Tom Brady go? He goes he to Tampa Bay the Buccaneers. Yeah, I know. I don't How wanna... does that feel as a Patriots fan, Cameron? You know what? I was, I've I've begun to push him out. And you know how they're like the five steps of getting over something, and the first one is like denial, and the right. I think the third step is like, ref, it's like being angry. So I think I'm in the third step right now, where I'm like, like I don't even, I don't need him anyway. He was he was bad. He's stupid. That's yeah. not strong. Sorry, he's I'm in that I'm in that stage where I'll get over him eventually. It'll take time. Yeah. All right. So do we want to talk about sort of why he went to the Bucks? I have some ideas. There, I mean, why. I read this thing on ESPN a few days ago, and it, I forget who it was. It wasn't Tom Curran, but it was it was someone of the same stature, saying like it was Barnwell, talking about how the like this this road started like three years ago, like yeah, it's, no, it's been that. building up. Yeah, um, and I think it kind of comes down to three things. I, I was watching this YouTube video. I think this guy broke it down like perfectly, um, but I think it comes down to security respect and just an overall great offense um so starting out with security i think um the patriots weren't willing to give brady more than one year they wanted to do like a year-to-year basis and honestly if i'm them like that kind of makes sense brady oh 100 like why are you three like why are you gonna keep like you're not gonna sign brady to it like even the bucks and sign him to a long-term contract it was like two years yeah so it's like yeah yeah it's a two-year deal um but I think he just wanted that extra year and the Patriots were willing to give it to him. Um, he obviously also got the no trade clause and the no franchise tag, which was probably that's true. Too. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I think, I think the biggest thing is respect. I mean, last year Brady was frustrated with Belichick. I feel like. No, he um, definitely, he definitely was. And there were, I, I heard on like, um, I heard, was listening to the Pat McAfee show and he was talking about how like, like all Brady wanted was to like, like Brady isn't, everyone sees him as like the perfect fit for the Patriot way. But like even Brady, like he still wanted to like have fun. He's like a fun loving guy. Like even he needed to break from the Patriot way and Belichick just like wasn't willing to give it to him. Like Brady won six Super Bowls, won like 15 AFC East titles. And all he was saying like, is like, dude, just treat me with like, give me a break here. Like I've done my part and Belichick kept treating him like he was a rookie coming into his first year, like making him feel lower. 
and I forget who it's, who said this, but it was someone in the Patriots organization um, that this is basically just human nature. Like people want change. Like imagine going to an NFL team, you're hearing the same spiel for how many ever seasons, like 20 seasons. It's going to get old. You're going to want change. Um, and I think him go- going to the Bucks is sort of like he's rejuvenating. God, I can't say that word. But you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I heard Terry Bradshaw talk about the Brady leaving. And he was like, mm-hmm. I, I would have never left. Like, even yeah. if I wasn't getting along well with my coach or any of my teammates, I would have retired. Like, I, was, I wasn't going to leave the team. So, like, even if four years in, he wasn't getting along, he was just he was going to retire. Yeah. So, it's – and even Joe Montana, like, doesn't understand it. Like, a lot of these legendary players who sustain long careers with one team, they don't understand why he left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm very loyal, and I respect loyalty. So, you know, if I were – So, ladies out there. The, all the, yeah, the, right, the, right, right. All the 18-year-olds so, listening. Yeah. Personally, I think um, this, I don't want to say damages his legacy because I don't know if it does necessarily, but I feel like if you play for one team your entire career, you're going to, I mean, be like higher on lists. And I think, I think this is going to be sort of like Jordan to the Wizards. Like in, yeah. in five years, no one's going to remember We're gonna this. We're going to be like, like why did you do that? Nothing, well, nothing's going to change. Like no one's going to talk about his two years in Tampa. Um, Unless... Unless he wins, unless he does something, which Which, is very possible. Moving right along, I mean, the Bucks' offense is nice. I mean, Chris Godwin, Mike Mike Evans, Evans. OJ Howard. Like, I don't like OJ Howard being in that mix. He's good. He's not Chris Godwin. Brady can make him good. I feel like Brady can make him good. I just, I don't know. I think, I think he's going to have a lot of success there because um, he didn't mention have any fact, help last year. The, the, the Bucks do not have a hard schedule. It's, I, was, I was looking at it. They, I mean, they have a couple hard teams. I think they play the Chiefs, the Packers. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings could be tough and the Saints, obviously. Um, no. But it's very doable. It's, I, I don't see them making a huge playoff run. I, 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 not at all. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I see them being like, 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 like fourth or third seed, like wild card level. Yeah, I, I think they make the playoffs. Um, I'll get them into my prediction in a second. But I mean, this is a big upgrade for Brady. I mean, his receivers last year, they were last in separation time after the throw. <laughs> they were 27th in drop so percentage. Bad. It was rough. Max, you, I mean, you didn't watch them though, like. As yeah. a Patriots, I, I, I watched whatever games I could get like down here in, in Nova, which they weren't a lot, by the way. But it was, yeah. it was hard to watch. It was – we had Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, Antonio yeah. Brown busted for us, Josh Gordon left. Like all the, all the number one receivers that we got or that we thought we were getting did not turn out to be number one receivers. So we, 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 thought, we thought Nikhil Harry, Antonio Brown – and um, Josh Gordon were all going to be number ones, and none of them, like, worked out. So yeah. we ended up having Edelman being a number one receiver, and he's just not a number one receiver. We had Sanu being the two to Edelman, and we had Dorsett being the three. And it's, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was hard to watch. Not to yeah. mention that, in fact, like, his For entire sure. offensive line was wrecked. Yeah. 
And I think if you look at the offensive lines, the Bucks O-line and the Patriots O-line, they were ranked pretty much side by side. So he's not getting a downgrade or an upgrade there. But offensively as a whole, it's a huge upgrade. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to do pretty well there. Um, and it's funny, Bruce Arians is like the complete opposite of Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just personality-wise. It's it's ridiculous. I think Brady's gonna love working with Bruce Arians. Like Bruce Arians is the yeah. kind of guy who, like, mean, who walks wouldn't? up to you after. I'm hip. Bruce Arians is the kind of guy who like walks up to you after a game and he's like, "That was a great job out there, man. I love you." Like puts his arm yeah. around you. Yeah, and I think um, that, that's what Brady's been looking for for 20 years for sure. And I had I found some interesting notes um, about Tom Brady and the Bucks. Okay. So Tom Brady actually has five times as many playoff wins as the entire Bucks franchise. Okay. Just think about that for a second. Like, that's insane. One player. Um, he's old. Also, li- listen to this. This, okay. this was definitely important in him making this decision. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay. TB, Shut TB. Up. I don't want to talk. His brand no. is TB. That was dumb. Yeah. That does not deserve to be the final cut of his podcast. Yes, it, it <laughs> for sure is. It is in no this way. Is expert standing. analysis right here. That was an awful analysis. Okay, oh. you said you said you found notes on the Bucks. Yeah. What was what was your source on that? What what news source? Video. It was a YouTube video. Yeah. So you were watching a YouTube video and you heard some guy say, I was like, Yo, they have the same cool. initials," and you thought to yourself, "This needs to be discussed." Yeah. Okay. Um. So I made a prediction um, for the Bucks record. Um, I'm predicting they go 10 and six, which is, you know, an improvement from last year. I think they went seven and nine last year. So three games uh, or three wins added, I think is pretty realistic when you're talking about probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, obviously he's um, downgrading a little bit, but I think 10 and six is pretty reasonable. Yeah. I mean, it's especially for like the first year coming in. Plus, like they've brought in a lot of new like faculty and players along with Brady, so it's not yeah. like it's not like it's only Brady coming in making that change. Yeah, definitely. Right, um, what do you think? What do you think the Patriots are doing? Like, what do you think their record is? Yeah, I'll get to them in a little bit because I've I have a question for you. Um, okay. a little bit later on. I don't know how you're going to feel about that. but um, About the question? Yeah. I'm excited. I, yeah. Um, I feel like I wanted to say something, but I – Oh, right. So, with the Bucks as a whole, I think offensively they're incredible, especially with them adding Brady. Um, but defensively, they were 29th. They were ranked 29th last year, and they really haven't improved too much. They re-signed pretty much all of their guys. Yeah. Um, so they definitely need to make a step forward, take a step forward uh, if they want to make the playoffs next year. But I think it's reasonable. Oh, yeah. They, um, yeah. Like, not only – Bruce Arians isn't a defensive coach. He's an offensive coach. They didn't bring in any defensive talent. I don't know how old their defense is. Like, I don't know if they're an older or young I mean, they defense. got, like, Sue and, like, Pierre Paul. Like, who are both they're not, like, they're not young yeah no they're not i don't say they're pierre paul paul might be getting up there but, but sue's not super old right but i mean those are like the only suitable like notable 
names mm-hmm. on that defense because they, they lost that that linebacker. They got uh, the re-signed Shaq Barrett. Um, oh, he's not bad. He's already. Right. How long ago did they lose Alexander? Was that last year or two years ago? I have no idea. I don't know. Okay. Either way, they, if if that, I I just don't see that defense progressing. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I could see. Which is I, also, I, you know, I think they make a little bit of improvement. That's gonna be like it's a like, huge change for Brady too, playing with a defense that cannot handle themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite. It's literally the opposite team. Yeah, that's true. So that's Tom Brady. Um, do we want to talk about some other free agents? Uh, I, I want to hear, this doesn't need to be super long, but like, what, what, what's your, let's give me a grade A through F on the, uh, on Philip Rivers to the, to the Colts. For Philip Rivers or for the Colts? For, for the, how, how good the team is going to be next. Like how good of a choice was this for the Colts? I don't think it's a great choice. I mean, Philip Rivers isn't anything special. He used to be good. He's not great anymore. Um, I, I really don't think he's going to improve this offense much at all. Um, I, they might do sort of the same as they did last year. I don't see them improving significantly offensively. I don't know what he's doing. The, the problem with I, – I think he – they have they have Brissett, right? I think he'll do yeah. better than Brissett does. I don't know. I mean, I, Brissett was good because he didn't make mistakes. Yeah, but he also he had like two hundred thirty passing yards a game, and I think Philip Rivers he has the maturity to win games, and he like he's not afraid to sling it. Yeah, that's and true. he doesn't have bad weapons either. He still has like T. Y. Hilton, and like a few other decent receivers. Yeah, I mean. If the Colts weren't going to get Brady, I don't know if there's another quarterback, maybe Cam, maybe Winston, that has the potential to be better than Rivers. But, I mean, it's, it's not a bad move. I just don't think it's like a you know, season-changing move. I agree. Right, so, but what's the, what's the grade? Um, I'll give it a, a, a B-. minus. B-? minus. Wow, yeah. you're being hard on these guys. Yeah. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it a solid. It'll. It'll be a high B, like that eighty-six range. All right. Um, let's talk about the Dolphins and Byron Jones. Um, did you think Byron Jones was going to go to the Dolphins at the start I, of free agency? I didn't until I I looked at the Dol or the Cowboys cap space after the the signing. Yeah. The the Cowboys. It didn't interesting. Their cap is interesting. We, we can get to that in a second. I don't love what they did, but yeah. No, go it's off. The, the Dolphins signing Byron Jones is a fantastic idea because he's now across from another elite cornerback. I'll, yeah. I'll find his name in a second, but he's across. Oh, I got you. What's his name? I got you. Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. Thank you. Xavier Howard is a fantastic cornerback. So being across from him, He's joining a team that won five of their last six games in the regular season. I, I, in no way do I see this being a bad fit. I think the Dolphins yeah. are going to improve a lot next year. And I think this defense will improve a lot. And I think Byron Jones got the deal. Because the Dolphins have a bunch of space. 
I, oh, they yeah. had a, I think they have the most money in the league. Yeah. So he got the deal he wanted and the deal he deserved. It was like a long-term worth a lot of money. Yeah, and yeah. I, I didn't know that the Cowboys cap was so weird until he yeah. made this signing. But it makes right. sense now looking back on it. Yeah. And I think this is really a perfect fit when you look at it. Uh, Brian Flores, he loves versatility, right? Yeah. Um, Byron Jones has the, he has the ability uh, to play corner and safety, which I think Flores is going to love. Um, the Dolphins were awful in pass defense last year. They were ranked last in uh, points per game and oppo- opponents' pass touchdowns. So it really makes a lot of sense when you look at it. Um, and like you said, they're really on the rise, especially with the Patriots losing out on Brady. Um, and, you know, they have a very high draft pick, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but they could spend that on a very good young quarterback. Um, so if I'm a Dolphins fan, and we have a friend that's a Dolphins fan, I'm getting kind of excited here. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was he was so angry when they started winning. I mean, it was just confusing. <laughs> they're, they're, all time. they're still going to get two, most likely, which think, is insane. I think there's there's a chance the Lions trade up. Two. I mean, there's, there's there's a chance other teams move up, um, but I feel like if other teams are calling the Redskins to move up, the Dolphins are going to be on the phone doing everything oh. they can as well. Yeah. Well, the problem is the Dolphins have to like. Box out the Lions from moving up. Yeah. And the Lions have to find a way to move up. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know why the Dolphins wouldn't want to. I can't see any other like spot that needs immediate filling. Mm-hmm. And I don't see like any reason for them to trade down. Like what yeah. I don't know how like what deal they'll get that is worth giving up to it. Because I think two is the kind of player who changes the franchise. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, I mean, we were talking about additions. I mean, the Dolphins also added Shaq Lawson and Kyle Van Noy. And oh, I forgot about Kyle Van Noy. They're, they're taking apart really this Patriots solid. defense. Yeah. Brian Flores is just taking everyone. It's well, so he's, he's using his former connections when he used to coach for the yeah. Pats. I mean, why not, honestly? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about defensive improvements. I mean, the Bears went out and they got Robert Quinn. Five years, $70 million. What are we thinking about that one? I mean, he's going to be sitting next to Khalil Mack. If you're Aaron Rodgers, if you're Matt Stafford, and you're staring down Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn, how are you feeling? If you're Aaron Rodgers and you're staring down those two, you're thinking, thank God they just lost their entire secondary because I can just give it to Devonta Adams. This, they, uh-huh. they traded or they lost like their entire second. They have an awful secondary now. Well, it's not terrible. I got I to look up. They, all right. They have Danny Trevathan and Roquan Smith at the linebacker position, right? Yeah. Don't they still have Eddie Jackson, Kyle Fuller? Aren't those two guys pretty, pretty solid? I mean, I don't think it's awful. I think I might be thinking of a different team here. I, I think, I, think I just went are. off on the Bears. Like the for, Cowboys. I think I just went off on the Bears for no reason. 
I was kind of confused there, Cameron. Yeah, I was, I was, I think I was thinking about wrong team. There's definitely, in my notes, I wrote down, like, they're competing for the top defense in the NFL right now. At least Who am I thinking of? Hold on. Rick, get rid I of the Bears I think you're thinking here. of the Cowboys. Am I thinking of the Cowboys? I mean, they lost Byron Jones. I, I, yeah. I don't know, man. I, Cowboys and stuff. Hold on. I definitely turned <laughs> off like, the Bears for no reason. Who am I thinking of? There's definitely a team that I was, like, I was looking at their moves, and I was like, no, not it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, well I'll, I'll figure it out. Anyways. This, this, will be, this will be covered later. Yeah, but um, if you're the Bears GM, you know, this is not a position that you're looking to upgrade, like, right away. But honestly, the deal, like, like why not? Because they ended up cutting Leonard Floyd, and that freed yeah. up, I think, about, like, $13 million or something. And Robert Quinn's getting about like fifteen million or so per year, so it's really not much of a financial burden. Yeah. Um. And Quinn, I mean, thirteen tackles for loss, twenty-two quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, eleven and a half sacks. I mean, he's worth the money. It's it's definitely gonna be an intense front seven. Yeah. The only thing that concerns me is I I do not think that this. I think this is gonna be. A Patriots-esque situation from like from last year, where they have a fantastic defense, and then yeah. their offense is just gonna pull them down. Because yeah. Nick Nick Foles is in no way like like I don't know what what people think he's gonna do. He got he got benched by the Jaguars, and now Carter Minshew. Yeah, and. Like he, I think he played a few more games, but like there was in the Jaguars organization, they were thinking to themselves, we need to sit down and talk about whether or not Gardner Minshew or Nick Foles is a better fit. And the Bears yeah. brought him in as if he was going to like save their franchise from Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, and he's not. I I don't see Nick Foles as a great quarterback. Um, but one interesting note, he does play well well in cold weather. Right, he's good in the playoffs. He's good late in the season. Pretty cold in Chicago. He's not. He's not a. He's not a <laughs> franchise. He's Nick Foles is the greatest backup quarterback of all time. He's no, like that is a hundred percent. You know, he's like he's 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 like Lou Williams. Yeah. He, he's he's good like the <laughs> yeah. like like winning you know, six men of the year for like four yeah. years. Yeah, right. he's fantastic coming off the bench, but exactly. you you can't start him and like sustain a season. Like that season he won the Super Bowl, like Carson Wentz carried them through 14 games. And he had an MVP mm-hmm. season before he got hurt. And then Nick Foles went on this like um, Jeremy Lin type run. Yeah. Like that Lin Sanity right. two weeks to just like the greatest basketball of all time. That's what yeah. he did for six weeks and ended up yeah. winning the Super Bowl. And then he, they came back. They, he went to the Jaguars for this huge contract and he was off. So I don't know why people keep thinking themselves, this is going to change a franchise. Right, and that Super Bowl-winning Eagles team was a very good team. They were still around Nick yeah. Foles. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of the Eagles, they made some additions recently. Uh, Darius Slay, what are we thinking there? Darius Slay is going to be big. That's yeah. this. I think they're focusing on the wrong things, though. He's a, Darius Slay is a fantastic player. Like, Don't get me wrong. But Carson Wentz threw – for 4, 000, like over 4,000 yards, and not a single one of receivers was over 500 yards. 
like he's been throwing to injured second tier, third tier receivers. His like yeah. for the entire past season, their defense is fine. Like they don't need upgrades on defense. They need to focus on getting receivers to help Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Plus, not to mention the fact that they just lost Jason Peters, offensive tackle. That's very true. I think yeah, they I'm have, scared for them offensively. They ha- they sure. drafted someone to replace Jason Peters last year, um, and he's coming in, and they they are pretty confident in him. Okay, but I I think they're they're focusing on the wrong things. This Eagles defense is already fine. They don't need to upgrade. They need to upgrade receivers. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it is in response to this, but um, it could be um, in response to the Cowboys extending Amari Cooper. Um, I mean, he's, he has the ability to lock Amari Cooper down for the two games that they do play them. But I sort of agree. They lack some serious offensive weapons, and they lost Jason Peters. Their O-line is struggling a little bit. Um, but yeah. Okay, I want to I want to talk about the Cowboys because yeah. these guys they are, I they went from being from having like ten years of mediocrity to being like three injuries away from having a losing record. They are so top heavy; it's insane. Yeah. Like yeah. one third of their cap is like Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Zeke, and Cooper. Yeah, they. Mm-hmm. They have like they. I think they have like half of their cap in seven players, so they're yeah, going to be yeah. really, really good up until like October or like early November, and then when guys start getting hurt, like those seven weeks into the season, yeah, they have no depth. So all you, sure. all, it, it takes like one or two injuries, and all of a sudden you have like a a fourth string practice guy at defensive end you have no receivers and you're going you're, you're having a losing season they have yeah, yeah. no margin of error on this team right yeah no I totally agree um do we think Mike McCarthy hopes at all I mean Jason Garrett was there forever he's, he's better than Jason to change Garrett. the scenery yeah I, I mean I, I totally agree Jason Garrett I, I, he was I, awful I don't think he was great <laughs> it was so bad yeah, and you know, being, uh, Mike, being a fan of Redskins, I uh, <laughs> Jason Garrett a lot. Love to see him lose. Love to see him mad. That red face. Mike Mike McCarthy is is he's definitely an upgrade because he's he has playoff experience. Like he can win in the playoffs. Yeah, but there's nothing you can do when you're a great coach when all of your players are hurt. And yeah, they they also might not get hurt. Like, there's a chance that all of their players stay healthy and, like, it's a coin flip where they get healthy late in the season, which is what happened to the Niners and the, and the Chiefs. Like, they had healthy late in the season. But it's – you're putting a lot of value in hoping that injuries don't happen, which is a complete coin flip. Yeah, so it's, I don't totally love what the Cowboys are doing, but with them being in the NFC East – I think it does give them a little bit of leeway. They have a cushion. I mean, the Giants are not going to be competitive. The Redskins. The Giants you know, could be. A, no, the I'm, Giants. Don't yeah. sleep on the Giants. They could. I'm going to sleep on the Giants. Don't sleep on the Giants. What did I just say? They, like, why? The Giants are not bad. They're not great. Yeah, but if you put them, first of all, in relation to the rest of the NFC East, 
Yeah. They can win a few games. And then we know Daniel Jones is a quality starter. Like, he's, he's at least average, right? Average. I'll give him average. He's, he's at least average. And that was, that was 12 games. He threw for, like, 24 touchdowns and 10 interceptions in 12 yeah. games, which is those, those are decent numbers, especially for someone coming in, like, straight off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. They have, I, yeah go, go ahead. They have a quality defense, and they have – a significant amount of cap space too. So they're going to keep bringing in players. They have Golden Tate at receiver, and he's a fine number one. They have arguably the best running back in the league, the best young running back at least. So I, yeah. I, I can, especially against this weak NFC East, I can see them playing well. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I'm a Redskins fan. I don't think they're going to be competitive next year. Um, I, li- I like where Dwayne Haskins' head is at. I Sounds like a little bit of bias to me, Max. I, I don't think he has enough help around him. Haskins? To do much. I mean, you got Terry McLaurin. Um, I love Terry McLaurin. That's about it. <laughs> he <laughs> I doesn't? I mean, to be no. honest. He, but also, Ron Rivera just brought in Kyle Allen. So He's, he's going to be the backup quarterback, Cameron. There's, there's nothing to read into about I don't, that. Why? Why would you bring in a quarterback to be a backup? I mean, so I didn't love this move. Um, well, on the surface, it was fine because it was for a fifth-round pick. Um, but I don't know. He, he doesn't excite you. Like, he wasn't great. Oh, because Dwayne Haskins is all fireworks and pirates. Yeah, I mean, have you seen him play football? It's so fun to watch. He has – What's fun? He was at 73%. He has a 73 QBR. We, we were talking about this earlier. It was his rookie season, and he had absolutely no help. I don't he understand. Got better. He got better. Like, his last, like, two games were actually kind of nice. His last you game said, before he came out uh, for an injury was actually very nice. You said, and I quote, he's actually a lot of fun to watch. He didn't have a single game above, like, like 250 passing yards. Yeah, I, I just remember we went to one Redskins game. Uh, they played the Jets. Didn't turn out so well for us. But he had this one throw to Terry McLaurin, but it got called back for a holding penalty. But it was an insane throw. Like, it was that, that right there. That's what I He's got an arm. Dude, the, you got to admit. He's a big kid. Yeah, he's got an arm. I'm, I'm sure he can throw bombs. And I, I saw him do that in college. Yeah, it just I, I I can't imagine what it must be like for Redskins fans, getting all hyped up over one throw that didn't count. I yeah. I mean well, we had like what three wins. That's hard. Year. Yeah, we don't have much to get excited for. I was bet, I mean it's yeah, that's hard for you. I'm sorry for you, Max. And see, I was I was I was mad at you, and now I just I'm filled with empathy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, do we want to hop into my uh, my? Uh, theory my question yeah yeah Hop, right. give me lay it on all right so i'm just gonna go ahead and say it. should the patriots tank for trevor lawrence they're not gonna tank i mean but, let me, right. let me whether they do it or not that's besides the question beside the question should they i think no no no, no. i think they're they're gonna be last year's dolphins they're gonna okay. keep they're going to keep, like, this great system they have. They're going to keep this great um, 
term I'm looking for? Spirit, I guess. Like we're just, you put your head down and you work every day. They're just gonna keep culture. going with it. Yeah, culture. I knew it was a C word. You're gonna put your head down and you're gonna work every day. And yeah. you're gonna do what you can and you're gonna do your job and they're gonna work hard and they're gonna lose. They're like that, yeah. they're gonna be last year's Dolphins where mm -hmm. they're gonna win seven games, six games, and they're gonna do everything by working hard. I think, I, I think they're gonna go seven and nine, but they're gonna yeah, keep up right. this fantastic culture. And yeah. I, I don't see them tanking. I don't see them being low enough to get Trevor Lawrence. That's fair. Um, well, then who's their long-term solution at quarterback? Because there's really no one available right now who you're like, that's the guy. That's the guy that's going to replace Tom Brady. I wanted them to sign Jameis. I don't know why they didn't. Why, like, I don't know why they brought in Brian Horner. Okay, for now, they don't have one. They have yeah. Hoyer. I, I, I haven't seen enough of Jarrett Sidham to like, think anything I mean, of him. Yeah. I, like, I didn't watch any Jarrett Siddham, so I, I haven't watched. Because like, when, when you watched Garoppolo when he was behind Brady, like, you thought to yourself, like, that kid's good. Like, like he's going to make stuff happen. So yeah, I didn't yeah. get the chance to do that with Siddham because he did have a year behind Brady. So it's not like he didn't yeah, learn true. anything. That's true. And um, I, I, yeah, I think they're going to they're gonna find someone in the draft next year. The only thing that worries me is they're awful. Like, they're notoriously bad at drafting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think, you know, you look around the AFC, you got Mahomes, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Deshaun Watson. Who do you want to compete against the big boys? And I think Trevor Lawrence is that guy. I mean, what? He's, he's one of the best QB prospects since, like, Andrew Luck. Um, I don't know. I think, I think he could be the answer. I don't think the Patriots have it in them to tank. I just don't think that's part of their culture. I don't, I don't think. No Belichick. Yeah. But I think if you want someone to pl replace Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence is that guy. I, I don't know if they're going to have the ability to get him, but I think he'd be the answer. I, I don't – they're not going to – like either, either Belichick has a plan or like and, – and he's just not telling anybody or he's completely lost and acting like he has a plan. Because right now it feels like they're grasping for straws. And I, obviously I'm not the greatest football mind of all time, so I don't know what he's planning. But in, in, thank you, Max. In no way do I see the Patriots being able to tank. And even yeah, then, they, like, their defense is good enough to win – like six games or not six, like five games, four games by themselves. So even at that point, like you're out of Trevor Lawrence range because he's going to be the a number one pick next year. Yeah, number one, number two, maybe Justin Fields from out of Ohio State. But maybe, I mean, yeah. the, like those are the not only bad. two I can see being like really decent starters coming straight in. For That's me. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing they could do um but i don't think they have the cap space for it they'd have to move they some pieces cap space, around. yeah cam newton's a free agent this is yeah. very intriguing cam newton does former, not fit patriots at all he's a former nfl mvp cameron he is yeah i mean belichick and him on paper they don't fit at all 
Yeah. But, I mean, if you want to replace Tom Brady with a big name, someone with great upside, Cam Newton. I look at the players who have gotten signed, the, the quarterbacks who have gotten signed so far. Brady, Teddy Bridgewater, Philip Rivers. None of them have ever been the biggest or strongest guys. None of them are flashy. Drew Brees got re-signed. He's not like the quickest. He isn't, he's not the most elusive. That's true, yeah. But they're all very mature. Like Teddy Bridgewater's not turned the ball over. Yeah. Tom Brady's not turned the ball over. Brees, mm-hmm. Rivers, they don't they don't turn the ball over. They know when to just sit down. They know when to throw the ball out of bounds. Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, huge arms, can scramble well, very athletic. But they turn the ball over. Cam Newton especially doesn't work. He has, like, no work ethic. He's always in the news for saying something weird. He's, he has this huge superstar personality about him. And they are the ones not being signed right now. No teams want them. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a, a pattern that you see across franchises that know what they're doing. Like the Colts, Arians on the Bucks. They know that they want quarterbacks who will just not mess up. And I, I think that's why I, I personally, I don't see why Cam Newton, James Winston have not gotten spots yet. I think they're both way too talented to not have a spot. I just don't see them fitting with the Patriots because the Patriots. No, I, I totally agree. I I want them to sign Cam Newton. Like yeah. like what like what happens? You're like you yeah. lose, but you were gonna lose anyway. So yeah, I think yeah. You you were talking about Cam Newton, how he's always in the news. I think it's interesting when he wins. It's almost like he's got a swagger about him, but when he loses, it's like dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you being cocky? Yeah. So I think as long as he's winning, people are going to be like, oh, man, this guy's awesome. But he hasn't been winning in some time. So, you know, he's not on a lot of teams' radar as someone they want to go for. He also, like, he is known for having a poor work ethic. Like, known for not, like, like, staying at the gym for hours. He's known for that. And yeah. if he wants to find a team, he needs to be able to go in there and say, like, I'm going to give you my all. And he can't do that. Yeah. And the Patriots are the worst possible team to go to if you can't put in the time. For sure. Um, I mean, just looking at some teams that he could go to, Jaguars, I mean, they have Minshew right now. I don't know if that's their answer. Um, but they have some intriguing options with DJ Chark, Leonard Fournette. That could be a – sort of good spot for him. Chargers could be right. a good spot, sort of like a stopgap for him. One Chargers year. are definitely, I think, my top pick for either Jameis or Camp. I think Jameis more so, but I think Chargers are the top pick for they them. They have a ton of weapons. Eckler, Williams, Allen. I mean, they, Allen's they, they'd be a good team for him. Yeah. Um, I have <laughs> – I, I haven't seen this anywhere. It's definitely not going to happen, but I just had this idea pop in my head. What if Cam Newton went to the XFL? 
That's ridiculous. Just, You're not just gonna think about it, though. I'm thinking about, about it. it. No, um, he, he refuse to think Cam about Newton it. very likely is not going to get a starting job in the NFL. Okay. More than likely. Okay. With his personality. Do you think Cam Newton wants to be backup quarterback? No. No, there's no way. His personality is way too big. Okay. If he goes to the XFL, not only is he going to be a starter, but he's going to be the best player in the league. And he's probably he's going to be on track to win MVP there, lead his team to the championship. And we saw what happened to uh, what's PJ PJ Walker, Tucker, right? uh, Tucker. Oh, Walker. Is it Walker? It's something with uh, that. PJ. Octa. We'll just go with PJ. Yeah. We saw what happened with him. He dominated in the XFL. Their season got ch- cut short, and then the Panthers went ahead and signed him. Um, so I, I think that's an intriguing option for him. I think he at least considers it. I doubt he'll go through he, with it, but it's. I mean, it's you were talking about the fact that he doesn't have the the ego to be a backup quarterback. I don't think he has the ego to be in the XFL either. It's it's I it's it's a downgrade. I don't think he's going to be sure. like. I'm going to take over the XFL, and I'm going to be legendary. That's like, true. if he goes to the XFL, everyone's going to say he's washed up. Yeah. That's, Especially that, me. that's fair. That's fair. Especially me. Um, we talked a little bit about Tua. Uh, do you want to talk about sort of, like, where he's going to end up in the draft? Um, he's going to the I Dolphins. Mean, I, I think he's going to the Dolphins. I mean, I don't really see another spot for him. Um, there's talk about – like the Redskins taking him. But I think that's just the Redskins saying, look, we're looking to potentially trade down. So we're going to say, hey, we're thinking about taking him. So teams contact them and um, they might look to move down. Um, but I think the Redskins are and that, pretty solidly taking that's like, Young. That, that's like the Dolphins' like worst nightmare too, right? Like if, if the mm-hmm. Lions are able to trade up in front of the, the Dolphins – and get the Redskins spot and get and get Tua like that. That's what the the Dolphins are trying to stop. Yeah. Which yeah. and so if the Redskins can like get something from the Dolphins in order to like mm-hmm. as like a bribe, I guess I I I can see that happening. Yeah. Redskins have a lot of power in this draft. I know it's awesome, and you know what's gonna happen? We need Chase Young. Can be awesome. Our defense is well. You, you guys are lucky because you have you have Ron Rivera now, and Ron Rivera is a decent yeah. coach. He's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, guys, I'm excited for the rest. I think the rest of your front office is still awful, and your owner is fired. Li- literally everyone. So yeah, I, your, I'm fine. Your owner is the worst in the league too. Okay. Yeah. Everyone besides the owner is fine. Yeah. It just so happens that the owner is the most important person. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, whatever. All right, so we talked a lot about football. Let's move on to some baseball. Obviously, oh, yeah. yeah, Cameron's an avid baseball watcher. I am just putting that I do out. not watch a lot of baseball. Max is the that the baseball that baseball is pretty much my thing. Like yeah. Cam's kind of like big into the NFL. Me, sort of, um, but my big thing is baseball. I'm big into ultimate frisbee, Max. Right. Oh, shoot. we're, 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 we're getting both all, ultimate frisbee players. We both play ultimate frisbee. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting that on this podcast one of these days. Yeah, for sure. Um. So obviously, opening day was supposed to be Thursday. I know. My dad actually called happened. Me. It was very sad. That's Remember. getting pushed back. Um. But let's talk about some of the impacts. Um. The main one, really interesting to think about, the MLB draft. Um. So that happens 
in June, um, early June. The college baseball season's over, um, but the NCAA has said seniors can come back if they want, right? Um, but what happens is this can lead sort of to a crowded program because you're going to have the juniors from last year coming up. So you're going to have a boatload of seniors, boatload of seniors who can like play baseball, like who are going to the draft. Um, so I don't know how many of them are going to um, enter the draft this year or if they even have one. That's sort of up in the air too. Um, I've seen shortened draft, maybe 10 rounds. Um, but, you know, this could have an effect on teams with, like, high picks, like the Tigers have the number one overall pick. What if the number one overall pick says, I want to play college baseball for one more year, right? I feel like that could affect the Tigers, the Orioles, the Marlins, um, teams who have high picks. I don't know. What do you think, Cam? I'm thinking there are – like, what, what, what reason do players – have to stay another year if that if they're that high up in the draft like like why would a number one overall prospect if, if he knows he's gonna go like early first round why would he stay another year yeah that, that's fair I, I, so I think this is only a, a risk for teams when they're picking like later in the draft and they're getting kids who want to like increase their potential but if you're getting kids who are like first three rounds like first round no one's going to say I'm going to stay another year in order to increase my potential because they have, yeah. they, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. What do we think about high schoolers too? Cause baseball is sort of unique that uh, teams draft high schoolers too. Um, they obviously had no senior season. Um, you know, do less high schoolers get taken. High, high schoolers. I think, are, I think that's a bigger effect. Than they're definitely college. going to college. I, I see high schoolers going almost in like, exclusively at college instead of going to the MLB. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I, I don't know how many players in the MLB come right out of high school like, mm-hmm. and how often they're taken in the draft, but yeah. I can't imagine there are any of them who are super high up on draft boards. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's the draft. Um, some other storylines that we didn't get to sort of see out. Or maybe we will. Maybe the baseball season will start soon. That's optimism right there. It's not going to happen for a while. Um, but the Astros, oh, my gosh. They got beamed in spring training. Oh, my gosh. So many. There, there, I, uh, there were a lot of videos that, that I saw that were very yeah. funny. So I guess the question is, is like, will this carry over the season? And I think less so because of this just ginormous break. I feel like teams are going to – I don't think they're going to forget about it, but I don't think they're going to come was, back and they're going to be like, you know what? My first priority say, is going to be in the at. It's, it's, it's time to cool. Like they, this is like natural time to cool off. Like people yeah. have become so much less passionate about the sport itself versus like, just like staying safe. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to come back and they're not going to like immediately just the switch be like, Oh yeah, I was mad at you guys. Like people yeah. are going to come back to the sport and be like, it's the season yeah. now. Yeah. But another storyline we didn't really get to see play out um, was the Red Sox punishment for their team scandal, Cameron. No, nope, they didn't do anything. Yeah, they didn't do anything. They were compl- um, no. they apparently they were getting close to getting their punishment, but then the coronavirus happened, and obviously uh, they're not releasing what their punishment's going to be. The Astros got a five million dollar fine. They yeah, because they were guilty. Because they were well, guilty. yeah. 
They lost and first and second round draft picks for the next two years. Um, that's that's good timing, actually. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, the Astros kind of lucked out here. Um, what are we thinking the Red Sox are getting? I don't think it's as harsh as the Astros. Nothing, but I think they were in the same. Man I, think Red they'll Sox. Get, I think they'll get some sort of fine, maybe loss of like second round picks. Um, it wasn't as big as the yeah. Astros cheating it, scandal, but they're going pretty hard on the punishment. From what I read, like the Red Sox are kind of like a like, – this also may very well just be because, like, the Astros were overtaking headlines at that point. But from what I read, the Red Sox are kind of more like a, like a side story, where it was kind of like, yeah, they were kind of, you know, they were cheating. Like, it wasn't super severe. Like, how, I don't even know how long it went on for. I think it was just like a series. They were using Apple Watches, right? I, yeah, I, I, I read that. But, so they, like, they, like, they got caught. They got yeah, caught. they got caught. But it was like three games, like, I, they yeah. – they didn't even do well last year. So, like, uh, that's another big thing. Like, the Astros yeah. are in, a, like, all this heat because they went to the World Series. So, there's all this question mm-hmm. about, like, how would the season have changed? How would the playoffs have changed if they didn't have this advantage? The, the, the Red Sox, like, <laughs> they did not play well. It was, like, for one series. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah. I can't imagine. I, did they even win that series? I don't know. How funny Probably would that not. be if they just lost the series? <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of the Red Sox, they are not set up for this year at all. They they're traded grooming, away Mookie Betts. They're grooming Dustin Pedroia. Right. For, they're grooming yeah, Dustin Pedroia for, for, for the future. Yeah. Yes. He's, 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 future he's, Red Sox, he's up and coming. And so they trade Mookie Betts. And then Chris Sale gets Tommy John surgery. Favorite price and, is gone too. Yeah, I mean they got they got Bogarts, they got Devers, but like Andrew Benintendi. That. You always sleep on Andrew Benintendi. I do because he's like he's, he's an average player. He's above he's average. Nothing special. He's nothing he, special. He's above average. All right, whatever. Um, yes. So that's so, and then sort but, of who's the number one team? Yankees versus Dodgers. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I gotta find that that visual that Ryan sent us. Ah. Whereas, yeah. anyway, I'll talk about uh, the Yankees and Dodgers. Um, uh, I guess I'll just jump into it. Um, my prediction this year, if the MLB season ends up happening, um, the Dodgers are my World Series pick. I mean, I think they're Me just such a strong team. Dodgers are so so I mean, good. They got Betts, Bellinger, Turner. Muncie, I mean that lineup is stacked. They got Kershaw, they got um, Walker Bueller. I mean, it's just such a stacked team. And you know, yeah. I'm I'm an ads fan. I'm a little scared. Um, you should. But be. hey, we pulled we we pulled up the the upset last year, so maybe we can do it again. You did. You won't do it again. This is a one and done. Okay, I I I found I found the thing. Yeah. The Red Sox will spend eighty. Point five million dollars on players who won't touch a ball in their uniform in 2020. Chris Sale is getting 30 million. David Price is getting 16 million. Rusney Castillo is getting 14 million. Pedroia is getting 13 million. Sandoval is getting five million. And Manny Ramirez. <laughs> they're still they're still playing uh, paying Pablo Sandoval. That's so yeah. Funny. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually so awesome. I, I want to do the artist though. Oh, for sure. That this this is the best part of 
the the podcast. This is the part um, that I've I've been waiting for the entire time. Hold on, I wrote this stuff down. Where did I? Where did I? Where did I? Oh, I got me, it. Let me pull up my. We've got candy, candy, candy notes right there. We do have suggestions. This is you, you know how we probably talk, your minds. This is you know how we talked about how uh, how how Max specializes in baseball. Well, I I specialize in music, and I I have some recommendations for you guys. All right, Cam got the music. Do we want? So we got movies, we got TV, and we got music. We have we have recommendations for you guys for this. Uh, for, for, for what to do during this quarantine, what to watch, what to listen to. And this is just sort of a starting guide. Like, this is just yeah. to get you guys going. If you guys got one more, we got you. Yeah, you guys can always recommend. Yeah. Um, here are my music suggestions. All right. So I found this guy. I was watching this video. Um, you know how Genius, you, you know what Genius is, Max? Genius. It sounds very familiar. It's like the, they do, like, they talk about the lyrics and, like, the meaning behind songs and that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, they they do this video called The Cosine, where they take in, like, these very well-known rappers or these other artists, and they'll have them listen to um, rappers who are, like, similar. So they had Ice Cube listen to all the new West Coast rappers. Okay. And I saw this guy on there named Reason. And he has, like, a million monthly a million monthly listeners on Spotify, and really? he's he's signed to uh to Kendrick Lamar's uh label, Top Dog Entertainment. Okay. He is so oh he's so good. He is <laughs> so amazing. I I, yeah. I listen to, like all of it. He only has like one album, so it's also not a lot to get through. It's like one album and a few singles, okay. and I listened to all of it in two days. It is so amazing to listen to, and especially because they have like, like there are like some Kendrick Lamar features in there. He does a song on the uh, on the Black Panther album. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's that's my uh, that's my artist to listen to. That's my music artist to listen to. All right. The uh, the movie slash series to listen to I'm giving you guys is The West Wing. Yeah, do not I, I get agree me, with this 100%. Do not get me going on the West Wing. The West Wing is the greatest show of all time. Yeah. That's, that's all I have to say. It's about, uh, like, the White House, but it's not, like... It's the West it's, Wing. It, I mean, that's where they it's are. It's the West Wing. It's, it, it's the... President to, and his advisors. I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to find right. the right way to describe this show without like turning people off. Cause <laughs> oftentimes when you just like, it's about the president and the stuff he does. It sounds like it a was very boring show. Very popular back in its day. I think it was yeah. like it was early like 2000s. Early 2000s, late night. I think it was sort of the show that kind of like everyone watched. Yeah. Like my mom talked about how she like, like they used to like, the family used to gather around to watch West Wing yeah. when it came on. What, it was like must see TV. Yeah. It's, but it's like, it's not boring at all. It's like a very exciting show. And it For has, sure the best writing out of like any television I've ever seen. Yeah. And we watched it in school in one of our classes. And I think our teacher mentioned that on their writing staff, they have people who've actually worked in the, in the West wing, the yeah. actual West wing, which is really cool. And it makes it very realistic. Aaron Sorkin is one of the greatest writers of all time. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll start off with my music. I got a couple of suggestions. My first suggestion, I found, I was actually listening to, an, listening to a podcast. It was about music. Um, and at the end, she played this song, and it was called Paul, and it's by Big Thief. 
and it was just so beautiful. I mean, like I normally listen to rap. This is a like an indie group, kind of like slow rock, soft. They're like amazing, and um, they're planning to come to Richmond in July. Um, if that ends up happening, are you going? Going to see? Okay, I Max. Mean, <laughs> it, 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 if they have, you know, like a a show, if it doesn't get canceled, um, and then a couple others. But the that, that 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 virtual show that people are trying to do. Right, right. That that would be fun. <laughs> but on the rap side, I got a couple. Chris Webby. Chris Webby. Like, I'm taking like credit for that one. I I showed I showed Max. Yeah. It, it, my next two sort of Cam got me into. <laughs> the next one, Cam's got a lot to say. But this one, um, if you like Eminem, you're going to like Chris Webby. It's very similar style. He has a ton of great songs. His best album is probably Wednesday. Are you um, like Wednesday? My fa- I mean, my favorite song is Friend Like Me. That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. So good. And then I'm just going to say the name, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Cameron do the rest. Um, Austin Sauer. Austin Sauer. Don't even get me started on Austin Sauer. This man is the goat. Yeah, sorry. I know. I know him personally too. He's a very close friend of mine. We're good friends. We're very good friends. He has he has eighty monthly listeners on Spotify. That might have changed. Last time I checked, it was eight zero eighty monthly listeners. And this man's is like at least six hundred k range. Like, like he. He's good. He's, he's really good. He's really good. I, he's not like he's not like Kendrick Lamar level. He's not like J Cole level, but he is so good, and he's so much better than eighty eighty multi-listeners. And we're trying to do a song with him. All right. He said if we can get him, if we, if we can get him two hundred dollars, then he'd he'd do a song with us. Right now we're at one twenty. So please, if you're listening to this at any point in the future. Go donate to the Austin Sauer Foundation. <laughs> don't it's, donate to us. <laughs> don't. It is. It's going to be the greatest. When all of this is time. over, if you feel like it. But right now, focus on yourselves. Yeah. Sorry, Cam. All right. Uh, to my TV. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, my number one, I just found this show really recently. It's called Twin Peaks. Um, I think it was made in the 90s. It's kind of old. Um, but it's about this girl gets murdered in a town and this FBI agent gets called in to investigate. Jesus um, Christ, it's, Max. <laughs> it's actually really interesting. And there's like a little supernatural element thrown in there. So I like that one. The next two are sort of mainstream. It's sort of like, if you haven't watched it by now, like, what are you doing? Um, first one, probably my favorite TV show of all time, Game of Thrones. Like, if I, you haven't seen not, Game I of Thrones. I haven't seen it. I, I, do you, I do you have HBO, it. Cameron? I don't. That's why I haven't seen it. You should get Although, HBO. Like it's worth it just for Game of Thrones. I guarantee you. I was. It was so, so funny. Good. I I made my mom so angry because she was trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones with her. Yeah. She has like her own account, but it's like only well, on then her TV. That. No, it's it's only on her TV upstairs. Well, then watch it on your TV. I don't want to like watch TV in my mom's room. It's worth it. It's weird. <laughs> why would I just? Well, why I, why can't why can't you watch it on? All right, we'll talk about it later. Anyway. I'll figure it out. I'll yell okay. at her or something. Um, but I made her so angry because she was, like, getting really, really, really into it. She was like, you should come watch it with me. And she was, like, on, like, the fifth season. So I was like, I'm not just going to watch the fifth season with you. That's fair. You, you need and something to get it. 
she 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 started like explaining it to me. She was like, um, like the 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 White Walkers are coming, but they're they're not there yet, and um, yeah. like everyone's preparing, and like I'm like, well, where are the White Walkers? She's like, they're like these ice things that like when you kill them, like they they can't be killed or whatever, and they always infect the person. So I I, I looked her dead in the eye, and I'm like, so you're saying it's a zombie show? And she's like, no, it's it not. She didn't explain it right. Okay, yeah, but the White Walkers I, are. I made her so. The story, but she got so angry because she she hates like the zombie shows that she hated. Um, oh, I got you. So I I because now she now she thinks of it as a zombie show. It's very yeah. funny. And then my third show, The Office. I mean, it's perfect Classic. comedy. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Netflix. And then my movies. My favorite movie of all time, which somehow is streamable, like these classic movies are very rarely like streamable, but Shawshank Redemption is on Netflix. Go watch that right now. Morgan Freeman's amazing. Um, So go watch that. Um, My number two is Goodfellas. If you like The Godfather, if you like, you know, Italian mob sort of movies, um, go check that out. It's great. And then my third Probably my favorite director ever is Quentin Tarantino. He's so talented. Um, you you seem like a Quentin Tarantino type of guy. For sure. Pulp Fiction is probably my number two movie of all time. Um, but Inglorious Bastards on Netflix. It's oh, about like a World War II. Um, it's got Brad Pitt in it. It's, it's a great movie. All right. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't know we were doing uh, multiple artists because I, I got a whole list. Oh, Cameron's got a couple more artists. I have, I have, oh, I have a lot more, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the, to the net. There's two more. All right, I'll, I'll do two more. I'll do two more. So I'm, I'm going to give you guys like one, like pretty mainstream rapper and another like, pretty underground rapper. Actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save my, my underground rapper for, for next time. Ooh. Mainstream. Joey Badass. He is like he's popular and I think he's still underrated. He is yeah. so I I I can listen to all of his songs. He has a song called uh third oh what is it? Third it's like third eye shit. And it's a 12 minute song. And it's it's 12 minutes, but you can just listen to it easily. Like it, it's the yeah, only, you played me that. You played me that. It's, yeah. it's a you hyped it up too much. I did not. It's yeah, okay. It, it, it's not like, it's not the kind of song that like, like you bump in the car or something. Like it's the kind of song you put on headphones and you kind of just sit back and you just listen. Cause it's, it's like very chill, very mellow. And you kind of just like, you kind of just go like that the entire time. It's like a very simple drum beat. Mm-hmm. And like, it's very melodious. And like, that's what Joey Bass does so well. He's so talented. I can listen to all of his stuff. Like I listened to his entire albums, like all the way through. Yeah. Jesus view is a fantastic song. Third eye shit. Um, legendary with J Cole. Like it's all very good. Um, yeah. And the, the other artist I'm going to give you guys is Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Greatest band on the planet. Don't at me. It's they're, they're solid. Just, so sonically perfect, Max. You, they're, they're pretty good. They're just, no, 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 Max. They're yeah. perfect. All right. So we're sort of going long. Do we want to answer a couple of questions? That's since we've been out on social media. We have some questions from some of our 
um, Wait, viewers from, from, from our day ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I should have prepared for this more because our friend austin actually asked a really good question all right what, what um, austin his question what would be the top three moments that would have broken twitter before the age of social media it's, it's a really good question i, 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 I already have i already have my number one answer I right, go for it. Nine eleven. Because uh, sorry, sorry, sports moments. I mean, oh, we, okay, <laughs> that makes more sense because I was about to say like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- that could An- be another a another non sports moment. The moon the moon landing. True. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll do sports moments though. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I, I got my number one. What's your number one? Babe Ruth calling a shot. I was gonna say that. I was literally gonna say that. Because it's still controversial, it's, right? You don't know if he did it or not. He no, probably it, did it. He, I don't know. I, I think... Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This would be like a super... No, I was, I, was, I was genuinely going to say that. That was... It's, that would have been amazing. What else? Um, the Jackie Robinson. True. Jackie um, Robinson would have broken that's two. We're at two. Uh, that's another good one. I don't know. We'll leave it at two for now. Mom, do we have HBO? Okay, because Max. Somebody else's. <laughs> We're stealing an account currently. Oops. All right. <laughs> we'll move on to the next question. Anyways, right. um, I, I want to think so, about the third one. All right. Uh, I'll, 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 I, I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I can I'll, talk about this. Well, actually, we talked about this. Um, earlier claire asked what do you think about the red sox sign st- stealing investigation yeah, she would ask on that, that earlier um cameron doesn't think he thinks it's fake news i fake news they didn't think do it get a little less of a punishment from the astros but still something nope. um matt asks who do you think is going to be in the super bowl in 2021 who do you think chief saints chief saints yeah because they got they got uh they got Emmanuel Sanders coming in. The Saints yeah. do. This is like a very, very early prediction. I'll go Bills. Wow. And right off the bat, Bills are coming out of the AFC. I'll go uh, Bills 49ers. That's 49ers over Bills. I do not like that choice at all. That I love is, that choice. That is a risky call. Yeah. I, wow. I, I like to go. I like to go bold. All right. Anyways, I mean they're gonna win the division. They're making the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There are five other teams are making the playoffs too. Or oh, are, we, are they doing the, the new form next season? Like the new playoffs? I I don't think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll talk about this one. Bradley asks, how good of a chance does Juan Soto have in the MVP race next season? Well, Bradley, he has Bradley, a great chance. Why did you start this conversation? As a matter of fact, Juan Soto is my MVP pick. And I think, I mean, if you look at the season that he put up last year, it was amazing. It was an improvement um, on 2018, his rookie season. Um, a lot of people compare him to Ronald Acuna. I think he's a better player. He's obviously a better hitter, um, fielding and uh, base running Uh probably are in Acuna's favor, but I think Soto is the overall better player. I think the two of them are going to fight it out for the MVP award this season, if the season happens. Um, both of them are so fun to watch. 
I mean, I love Juan Soto. Cameron knows how much I love Juan Soto. Yeah, it sucks. Um, Connor asks, who's going to win the AFC East next year? And I guess He I only asked that because he's a Bills fan. Yeah. Connor's going to love this podcast now. He's really going to love this podcast. We, we have a new, um, new common, common listener. But I think Bills are going to win it. But I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if the, if the Dolphins made a run. I like the Dolphins. I like them yeah. a lot. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Dolphins made a run at that spot. Um, By the way, I have, I have my, yeah. my third moment that would have broken. Okay, go for it. Magic Johnson testing positive. That's true. That's yeah. That would have that, that, that sure. would have broken Twitter. Um, Ian asks, "Where are you going to college?" Virginia Tech for engineering. Yeah, I haven't uh, made a final decision yet. I'm sort of debating uh, between William and Mary and University of Georgia. Or um, so I haven't made that decision. I guess Tech is in the running, sort of too. Yeah, but what are you majoring in, Max? Um, I'm looking at a uh, political science, public policy nerd. in that field. Everyone calls me a nerd, but yeah. I, honestly, yours is more nerdy. Yeah, yeah. But you're more of a nerd than I am. Computer science, and then I I, 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 yeah, that's true. I saved the best question for last. Okay. Coming from our friend Ryan, who is the better athlete, Usain Bolt or Britney Spears? Oh, I thought you meant between us. Okay. Well, Britney Spears well, did. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Britney Spears did reportedly break his record. Yeah. I, I, mean, I believe her. I be, like, why wouldn't you believe her? Yeah. What it was, a, she, she ran a, a 5.9700 meter dash. Yeah. And now that the Olympics well, are late, I mean, it'll give her an opportunity to. Yeah. Train. Uh, that's easy. Yeah. I mean, at that so point, is there, any, is there any debate? Yeah, I think we got our answer, Ryan. So I don't even know why he asked. Yeah, come on, Ryan. That was you know. a dumb question. All right, well, I think that was a pretty good first podcast. Um, I honestly don't know how long this is because, you know, it doesn't say. Sort of lost track I mean, of time. What you, what you could always do also is, yeah. like, cut out some stuff. And then if you're, like, looking for, like, like you, like, cut out some stuff and, like, save it. And just like assemble yeah, it, we'll so see. we have like well, we we like, this could possibly be like two separate things. Yeah, we'll we'll look at it. But uh, thank you guys for listening for sure. Um, if you have the time, make sure to follow us on social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All platforms is is the go website check, up and running yet? Go check out our website. Um, there we go. We're gonna have this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your stuff. Um, hopefully in about 24 hours, which will be, um, Sunday night around six or seven o'clock. Um, so go check that out and hopefully we'll keep doing these maybe every Saturday. Hopefully. Um, Max, you, you realize they, they, they don't, they can't listen to the advertisement cause it won't be up yet. Well, they'll, uh, <laughs> they'll know where to find us next week. Exactly. This will be pretty constant, pretty consistent. Um, And, you know, if you're listening, feel free to go find Austin Rollins on on any social media platform, DM him, and make sure to let him know he's a paper guy. 
Yes, yeah, um, well, that, that'll probably come up in some later podcasts, but just blindly trust us and you just go DM him, tell me he's a favorite. Oh, and one more thing. Um, if, you, if any of you guys are ever interested in joining us, uh, we're looking for guests. Oh, um, yeah. Feel free to come on. So, yeah, if you're interested, send us a message. Um, might be able to get you on the show. We'll talk to you for sure. Doesn't even need to be about sports. It could be if you want to talk about music. Talk about like actresses that you enjoy. Literally anything. Literally anything. All right. Um, So yeah, I guess we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening. See ya.